Okay, Boker Tov, everyone. Shukran for coming. I have to... I want to repeat the end of last year because this, this hasn't happened to me in ages. Mamash. And I wish it happened more often. But this, the end of last year changed my tefillah of the whole week. The end of last year was when uh, we learned Wednesday. And you need a safer? You want a safer? Yeah, we have a safer. Yeah, that's right. The end of last year... If you look at the top of page Nunchet, the end of last year made me feel so much better about myself. <laughs> like, it opened a gate. I wonder if any of you know what I'm talking about, but it was like a very, very big, a big gate opener. And we'll, and we'll repeat it. It's a beautiful, beautiful few words here. The Rebbe was speaking about how does a person know if their davening was mamish on or not on? How do you know if you were mamasha mitlahev, if you mamasha itlahavta, if you mamasha had passion, or you didn't have passion? How do you know? How do you know? So the Rebbe said, if you look back at your tefillah and you're like, wow, that was a ball of fire, that was all gevalt, he says, savir laniach, he says, savir laniach, that it was nothing. And again, I'll repeat it. If you, if you think that, like, when you look back at your tefillah and you say to yourself, this whole thing was so awesome, and we spoke about it, Yossi, of course, tried to rub it in and say, even if you walk out of here on Oshana Rabbah and you think you were flying the whole time, you got nothing, right? Yossi, Kergelo Bakoidish, you know? You got nothing, you got nothing. So the Rebbe was saying over there, and that's what, you know, when we're trying to see and determine if the passion button is on, if we're feeling it or not, and you come out of a davening and you look back at the whole davening and you say, Psh, that was all awesome. Says, the Rebbe says, let me just tell you what, what happened. Gornished. <laughs> that wasn't Islavos. That was Medume. That was like a Dimayon. But, and then he ends, look at this, look at this. Lachen, the top of Nunchet. This is these words. Lachen, habet achar tefilatcha. If if according to you you say the whole thing was just such a fireball of energy and I was on fire the whole time, please note that nothing was really happening. But then he says this following line, and this is the line that really I'm telling you, this met me, I'm telling Mash, this met me every Shmona since we learned this on Wednesday. Without fail. Every Shmona Yisrael since Wednesday, these words touched me. Chavre, you want to come closer? You sure? Don't be parish me, Natsiba. <laughs> come. So come closer. He says like this. These, because these, these, these are the words I'm telling you. If, I, if I'm teaching Torah and I don't share with you how much this blew my mind, because I, uh, then what am I teaching? I'm not teaching anything. Telling you what he says. I have to tell you what I'm feeling too. If you had during your davening mountains and valleys, meanings ups and downs, orot utzlalim, light and slow is like shade, but here means like darkness, right? Alios viridos to the davening, yacholiot shebemet nitragashta. Then it could be that you actually probably may have felt something. Okay. Why did this change my tefillah? How, how could this not change your tefillah? Every tefillah. Hmm? It's every tefillah. 
and it rips through the dimayon, the imagination, or the standard that we set for ourselves, then unless I am on fire from Aleph Atav, from Adon Olam, from, from uh, you know, Matovu, when I walk into Shul, until Adon Olam, or whatever the last fila is, then I'm feeling the whole thing, as Lokara Klumi says, La Hefech. He says it's, it's Fakert, the other way around. If you could actually remember that during tefillah, and, or, or while tefillah you remember, Imamish was like this, Aliyas ve'eridas, harim ve'amakim, then maybe you could, then, what a word, yacholiyot, the Rebbe says, she'be'emet nitragashta. That's a simon that you probably had, it could be that it actually was, was on, as opposed to the other way. So every single tefillah, when I caught myself, you know, not where I want to be, I'm like, oh, I still have a chance for this to actually be real, as opposed to, God, I'm, I don't, I, you know, F on me, and nothing's happening. And I felt the Piyasetsnu next to every tefillah. It was very, it was very game-changing. So, and, and it didn't, it doesn't happen this often recently, where you see the learning, for me, I'm, for me, I hope it, I'm sure it happens to everyone. For me, like, where I mamish see something we learn, literally pikuach nefesh, because I needed, I needed some, like, I needed something to just like a rejuvenation button when it came to, when it came to davening, and these words really, really mechazek uh, me very, very much. As yacholiot remet min pergashta, then it could be that you actually were misragish. This, yeah. I don't really to contradict, but I, my feel comes from when I saw this. It, it jives, so to speak, with what I've been thinking. It's totally different. Not that there's the quality of your tefillah goes up and down, but where the tefillah comes from goes up and down. There's something we not mocking that you, you start mm. tefillah from coming from the valley, from below, and there's sometimes you feel like you're on top of a mountain. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I dive in, I see darkness, and sometimes I see light. Mm-hmm. That's how I understood yeah, d- definitely, o- definitely open for that. Okay. Definitely open for that. The reason, if he just said harim ba'amakim, I'd probably be with you. But because he says they're alios v'yeridos, so to me, that, that, that took me to the place of... Your... Hashem gives you alios v'yeridos. No, it's not me. In stira. In stira. In stira. I think that uh, I heard also it's like dafka, the spacing out, and the, the mind racing. That's part of it. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, shouldn't feel bad. That's, that's part of the experience. It's Jonathan Wiesen told me once uh, that Rav Lichtenstein, I think, used to say this, that... Uh, even though it sounds more like Rav Amital, but I think, for, I think for some reason he says Rav Lichtenstein, that a person came to him and said, I, I don't feel at all tefillah. He's like, what an opportunity you have. Like, this is great. Now you could actually, die, you know. <laughs> I doesn't, right? I have to, I'm going to check with him, but I'm pretty sure, because I, I said, I, you know, whatever. Well, well, where's Micah? Micah's not here. I'll have that. <laughs> we got to check. Check the burns. Okay. Burn checking. Or he took nachon. Meaning that the essence of tefillah is is this ritzol b'shav, and, and because it's representative of all of life, all of life nachon. is ritzol So if tefillah is going to model life, or life is going to model tefillah, you have to plug into ritzol b'shav. Right. Now, the exception to this in Hasidus is the tzaddikim, and that's what he said the page before. 
He said that it's really the big tzaddikim, they actually are in that state that you may be under the impression that you are. From, 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 they'd never admit this. They would never admit this. But he said that they enter a chamber, Heichel Atfila, and it's there. But the problem that we have is that stop trying to think that that's what your avoda is, because it's not. And if you think that you actually felt that after Tfila, you're fooling yourself. It's not. It's what you're saying. It's exactly what you're saying. And, uh, if it mirrors life, then that's, that's what tefillah is. And we learn this from whether it's Yecheskel, whether it's, whether it's Yaakov Avinu, Yordim Olim Yordim and Bechulei. This is where we're at. And the Rebbe wants us to be very, very real with where we're at. He doesn't pater us, he doesn't exempt us from the Cheshbon Nefesh, from, from making sure that you know, we're, we're plugged in, but he doesn't want us to be under any illusions. So I just felt that this last paragraph, it gave me so much chiyas to the, the second that I spaced in, I didn't feel I had to go through a whole uh, elo to, to, let my, to let my way back inside to feeling, you know, mukhalam azuman. It's like, this is what it is. Not just that, this is actually, uh, this is actually a, maybe like perhaps a real Opportunity, as opposed to being under the impression that I'm a malach shem tzvakas, right? And that's and that's what I, that's what the Rebbe always does for us. So now we're going to continue the next paragraph. Let's learn one. Let's let's, let's learn one paragraph. Whenever I say that, we never learn one paragraph. Just letting you know. It means you probably learn three. Aval al titel lemor shemiatzim anu oschah b'zeh shetevakesh yislavus betfila. Don't, 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 don't get mistaken right now that we're telling you that you should be asking to be on fire while you're davening. And you're going to make more and more simanim while you're davening to know if it's working or not. This is not an art. This is not an action item that should be taking place while you're davening. While you're davening, what should you be doing? Davening. Not checking to see where you're at. That's not the avoda. That's not this man That's that's a different avoda. All you have to do when it comes to real davening, like we brought in this morning, is not to ask for fire and emotions and you know a bunch of different uh, passionate moments. Just be able to say the tefillah with koach and kavana. And that's why, even though you know, you may know the whole tefillah by heart, of course, you know, there's an Indian to look inside. I remember one of the, one of the things the Frida Rebbe told Reb Shlomo and his twin brother when they met, when they were little kids, when he came to the house in Vienna, is that he told them to sleep with a talis katan and to always bench out of a bencher. To always bench, bench out of a bench, yeah. Bench out of a So the real stuff... This way, but that all by heart stuff may perhaps lead you to, to a place of being going into the dimionos, saying that's not what we're here to do in this world. Daven out of his sitter, hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, this, you know, it'll, and then the, the Hislavos, he says, Mimele Tava, meaning it's not something that you say, I need this to happen, press the button. Mimele, the natural, the natural, like, uh, the natural flow that will come from a simple Yid's approach to a sitter. Bezrat Hashem will be passion and Islavus. Yes, Brennan. When you're playing music, do you feel the same? Do you feel mm. like when you start analyzing, is this good, is this whatever, 
it's the it's the pits when that happens, hundred percent. And I and I've had many moments where I took myself out of what could have been a moment because I go into that thing of saying, is it on or not? Now then, but you know what Gan Eden is? You know this. It's like maybe you know this. Gan Eden is is when it's on and it's not even. You don't get in, you don't get in the way. <laughs> you don't get in the way of it being on. And tefillah is the same thing. Yeah, you don't get in the way. Because it's... This is a matana. This is not you create your, your bria, your yitzira. Just don't get in the way. Tom and I have spoken about this many times. Just don't get in the way of it. But it's good. It's a good thing you're bringing up. Okay. Let's, let's go weiter. Rak tefillah... Odzos. Isha Israeli hamit palel. If your davening's on, sugar befiv, you know that lashon obviously from the Gemara about im tefilas shgura befiv. How did a person know if the tfil, who was it? Rabbi Yochanan, whose tefilas sugar befiv? Remember the Gemara. If he knew his, his tefilah was sugar befiv, the person that he was davening for that should be healed would be healed. If it wasn't sugar befiv, that means if it wasn't like locked and loaded naturally flowing from his mouth, the person that he was davening for, he knew they wouldn't receive a refuah. I think it was Rabbi Yochanan, I don't remember. So he says over here that if a person's davening is in, lo yivakesh az cheshbonot. There's no accounting happening at that moment. Don't go into accounting. Lo sh'yachkor azachar atzmo v'sfiloso imi yisrakshu samitis. This is not the time to investigate and to wonder whether this is real, you know, real, uh, it's really on or not. No accounting at all whatsoever. If you start going into accounting, the immediate result will be the next word, which is Amalek. Whatever fire you may have had becomes cold from the act of accounting. And then you'll be stuck in your world of chakira, of wondering, is this one, is this not on, and what won't be happening? Davening, which is what you're supposed to be doing. Now let's say you're davening, and it's not one of these fire davenings, you're not necessarily feeling it. But you avoid accounting, trying to see if it worked or not worked, if you're feeling it or not feeling it. He said, I know you're going to walk out of there feeling maybe not so elated, but you have much more of a chance of certain moments of davening actually remaining within you than the danger of going into the accounting world. No pun intended, right? The danger of becoming an accountant and then losing the whole zach, losing everything. Now this is important. If in the beginning you accept upon yourself to not check in. You see, these, these chassidim, were kept, he's basically addressing a problem that was happening. That the young chassid learned something from the Baal Shem Tov, where he learned, he saw his great-grandfather davening. His great-grandfather at this age was born in the 1840s. His great-grandfather may have, may have well, have you know, sat by the Koznitzer Magid or, or by the, I don't know, you can just name, name which tzaddik over here, start comparing themselves to what they saw. So they start to check in with themselves during Davin. He's like, do you think the Koznitzer was like this? Do you think the Naim Ali Melech was like this? Do you think the Mar of Hashemesh was like this? 
says, and he's addressing these kids, that is, these kids, these young adults, saying, don't go there. Don't go, don't go to that place. You're missing the whole point. He's saying, maybe in the beginning, you'll be, in the beginning you won't feel anything if you just stick to the normal tefillah, but you know, second, third time, you'll start to see. Stop asking yourself if it's working or not. Stop checking in while you're davening, and eventually, that what you call a bland, like you know, a nebuch davening, will start to have a rishimu in your heart. But you need to let go of checking in while you're davening. While you're davening, you're davening. That's it. Ubesefer Akadosh, and he quotes Rabbi Aaron Karliner here. Today she is gevat because he quotes both. You'll see what he quotes in a second. Ubesefer Akadosh base Aaron ita shekshba hayetzahara elav betfilas im cheshbonos. He says this is called the yetzahara. The yetzahara is what comes to you during davening, saying, "Check in. Is it? Are you? Is it working? Are you on? Are you feeling it?" What do you say to the Yetzirah? You say, no, 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 this is very, I'm, I'm so happy you came, it's just the wrong time. Meet me after davening. <laughs> Don't say, you're a sheker. I say, no, no, well, I'll meet you, in the, I'll meet you by Tikkun or something. You know, I'll, meet you in, I'll meet you in the stairs. But to say, who needs to check in, that's also sheker. It's just not the right time. You understand? Knowing where you are, what shayach at each time. Like someone came up to me after, after Shul and Shabbos. They're saying, are you saying that we, should, that, 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 that we, that we shouldn't give lollipops to our kids? Uh, uh, no, no. Are you saying that we shouldn't, what was the Lashon? Are you, are you saying that we should ignore our children while we're davening? I said, no, you should daven and you shouldn't ignore your children and it doesn't, and it can't be at the same time. It's like a, a chiddush for many people. Wait, what? There's a whole, whatever, I'm getting started now. I don't know, I'm like trying so hard not to get started, right? I'm like working so hard. All sure I was fine and now I'm... In. <laughs> okay, take me out of here after this. No, no, because he has to take me out of here, Okay. No, 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 I don't want to be in this one, that's the thing. There's a time for anything. That's not my chedesh. Much greater, a much greater shlomo said this, right? But we've, we've lost the, the sensitivity of mora makom, of being in a shul, we, we lost it. We're all over, we lost it. But we want to do a lot of good things. But we just don't have sensitivity in the right place. So, I, something, on, on Shabbos, I said something just about realizing you're nochach pnei Hashem. In the shul, you walk in, it's, it's in front of the living God. Like that, that, that awareness. What that means for different people, Baruch Hashem, it doesn't mean the same thing for everybody. But a mokum has to, has to have a panem, it has to have a certain face of what that means when you walk into a certain place. So there was someone that had like, I don't know, like a bunch of kids that they never davened here before. And they were davening, but the kids needed him like very much. And he, and he was like giving them lollipops or opening the wrappers. I don't remember exactly what the thing was. I think the wrappers. So someone went up to him and said, you know, it's not, not in here. It's outside. So he came up to me and he said, are you, is this, are you saying that we should, you know, we should ignore our children while we're davening? So... That's the reason why little kids 
ne, you'll never see them in a Hasidic Shishtibu, in the real Hasidic Shishtibu. They're being themselves elsewhere. elsewhere. You understand? But a person can get so sensitive and start to be like, oh, this is a shul that doesn't like kids. Like, no. <laughs> you understand? You, you know what I mean? So there's a time and place for everything. You know, but it's usually, those, it's usually people that have those timeless that when they're not in shul, they ignore their children more than anybody else. It's this dafka here, it's, a, it's to prove a point, you understand? So again, like over here, there's a time and place for it, that's it. End of rant. I'm, going, I'm consciously going back into the Sefer. When the Yetzirah comes and says, let's start accounting, don't say, this is the Yetzirah, you're evil. It's the Yetzirah based on, the, on its timing. Because he's going to say right now, no, no, you need to account. You do need to check in and see what's going on. The question is, When? Not during davening, after tefillah, after davening, or maybe way after davening, but not during tefillah. During, tf- during tefillah is shivchi kamayim libech, nochach pnei Hashem. Being in fr- awareness of I'm standing before Hakadosh Baruch Hu, betulo. That 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 that's what it is. I felt this connects to this gemara. Shouldn't daven from after this keba. Says that don't daven from a place of of, expe- of, of deserving. Which deserving is cheshbon, and it really is supposed to be rachim tachanunim, because cheshbon is the opposite of what we're we're coming for. We're coming for I don't deserve anything. Hashem, please give it as a gift, unconditional love. Right, but if I go into cheshbon, then I may then I may start thinking, wait a second, this was on, so maybe ken megiyali. Exactly, which is not. He's saying. That, that's be, that can't come into the surface when you're... Now he's saying something that a very, a very legitimate fear that was... Meaning this was happening to people that really get in, get in touch with Pneumius. They start to... Do, subconsciously, they're really working on themselves. So they start to naturally start thinking like this just at the wrong time. That's what he's saying. Just at the wrong time. Let's go back inside. After the words as madchei alzman acher vehu kanal, first line, first word in the line is aval. Aval shelo bishas atfilat tzchim lasos kol acheshbonos. Go, go, unwrap your kids. Sorry, go unwrap your kids' lollipop outside of shul. Either, either you're in shul, or you're not in shul. Go and do this cheshbon at the right time. He's saying, and then when you start accounting, you may have a toes. Why? Because the way you're checking yourself, you're only you're saying, I'm all good. Therefore, since it's so easy to fool ourselves, what happens? Then if you're staying only on the bottom, then you'll never get up either. And you've buried your soul if you also say I, that, that I, I never could feel anything because I'm not really a real person. Therefore, we're providing you with a pack, with a kit. This kit will help you determine after tefillah, we'll give you simanim, to either to, to check in and balance it out. That either, he's saying over here, 
to not be in the place of doing a cheshbon and nefesh and coming to conclusions of you are good, you are a fireball, this is all perfect, but it's also there to prevent you from going to the place of doing a cheshbon and nefesh that leads you to the assumption that you are a rasha gamur, which can happen very easily as well. You see, when it comes to self-accounting, this soul accounting, these are, these are very delicate in Yanim that the Rebbe is very aware can happen to either extent. You're burying yourself either way. You're either burying yourself or right. burying yourself. Right. But you're burying, meaning you're, you're gone. And the Rebbe is the master of Izun. He's the master of balance. He's the master of alignment. I, I see this in all his farm. He, he takes us to such high places in such healthy and balanced manners. There's no one like this tzaddik. He's saying, when, how often should you do this? Sometimes. Why? What, 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 lechan or lechan, lechan or lechan, either way, to either, to either bury yourself up there or down here. So this is just sometimes. So again, we have to understand, why is he saying this? Because he must be addressing people that were under the misguided assumption that Kedusha and holiness can only come either from accounting, doing an accounting while I'm davening, or after I daven, maybe 15 times a day to keep on chazring over and over and over again, seeing where I am. So what, how often do you think he would say that this should be done? What do you think? Twice a week. I'm just saying that based on some of the other things he says. Like what else? Jumping on fire or something. Right, right. The visualization, yeah. This accounting of checking in. After that. Yeah, yeah. Why, why wouldn't you do it just at the end of each day? Which means the change is also microwave. Maybe change is not exactly like trees, but it's definitely not like a microwave. So on a daily basis, it sounds to me a little bit more like a microwave than a tree. Maybe somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. What's that? We're supposed to do what we're supposed to do. He said, all that stuff of Cheshman and Nefesh and all these things of like, you know, being, being terrified over what you may have drawn yourself down to, there's time for it. The only, but you're only allowed to do, go there for an hour a day if the rest of the day you're Besemcha. And Baya, there's time allocated for it. But there's a prerequisite. Are you on yourself that the rest of the time that you're not in that zone, you're actually Besemcha? I, you know, that, that's, that's the, the mile of having, you know, when you... When you I have a relative right now that he's really getting into Rabbi Nachman, but he's really asking for hadrachas, and he's calling all these mashpim to see if they, can, if they can literally guide him to take all this fire and islavus he's been feeling from Rabbi Nachman, but he saw so many people burn out so fast, 
and he wants the kalim, and he's asking for the kalim. And this, we've been learning this one inyan of this kli really is, go there to the cheshbon nefesh or, or what happens in Hisbodidus. They don't call it in Breslov, cheshbon nefesh. it's Hisbodidus. And in there you could pour it out, shifchi, like all the pain, whatever. Lev nishbar. Lev which is not, it's a little, it's different. And, and we've learned this, so yeah, the difference between Lev Nishbar, Lev Atsuv, Merirus. These are different t- concepts. But the rest of the time, Reb Nachman says, get your smile on the rest of the time, in a real way, in a primius dika way. Aval, Aval, we have a few more minutes, yeah? Now look at this. Aval, zo zachar tiskor heitev. Now the Rebbe continues with amazing etza. Remember this thoroughly. When you do the proper examination inside and you do see that certain elements, certain essentials are in fact lacking. And you go to this place like you just said, Yosef, straight on, you look at the deep inside and you're like, you know what? Oh, sinner man, where are you going to run to? Right? I, that's it. I am. He doesn't say, no, 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 shut that voice off. He says, no, be very, be worried about that. Kvetch about it. It should make you, you know, it should, it should to a certain extent get you like really, you know, concerned, sincerely concerned, not sincerely concerned until your heart begins to melt. Until you reach the place of, you know what, this for me is called gi'ul. Gi'ul is basically, this is ugly. This is ugly. I don't, this type of yid, is, this is ugly. This is an ugly trait. I don't want this. That are disgraced in the eyes of Hashem and His beloved. Someone came out to recently and said to me, I saw some guy checking a voice note during davening. And I became so disgusted by what that looked like that I can't ever do that ever again. I said, did it stop? That's beautiful. That's gewalt. But what do you think about that person? He's like, that's his cheshbon. I said, ah, that's beautiful. Meaning if you're looking at him and you're saying he's ugly, you got a lot more work to do than just stopping to check voice notes during davening. But if you look at something as a simon and you're like, I'm taking it into me, saying this became ugly to me. I did a cheshbon nefesh seeing this inside of me. That's a wonderful thing. That's great. That's part of the cheshbon nefesh. Aval, im kolzos, but with all this, be'atzvos losi shayr. You can find during a cheshbon nefesh something ugly that you see in the way that you, kivyachal, are carrying yourself in the world. And that's fine. That does not mean you're supposed to stay in a state of sadness following. That's not holy. There's no holiness there. Again, to differentiate between Lev Nishbar and Atzvus is very important over here. I could be heartbroken by my Metzias, but Atzvus keeps me down. doesn't allow me to take that moment and lift it up and go weiter with it. And that's why you have to do this inside times. Even if you're not doubting, like, well, throughout the day, this or that, like, you, you have these moments where you feel bad about something, this, then it seems holy. Right. You're going to keep rolling with this. It has to be very set times, and the rest of the time you have to be smile on. 
That's what we were saying from the Rebbe, from Rabbi Nachman, yeah? Nachon? Nachon. Ki kmo they say that in Breslau, by the way, if you don't have a set, if you do Ezbolus every day, but your Indian is you chop five minutes here, 20 minutes there, whenever that, so that's not really what the Rebbe was speaking about. Yeah. Mamash. Ki kmo so just as much as bitterness and doing the actual tshuva is, is essential, so too is the sadness, to stay in the sadness is absolutely forbidden. And basically, sadness that stems from seeing where you are after introspection keeps you away from doing anything that's important and needed. Anything. It removes you from anything that you actually should be doing and need to be doing. And the Yitzhahara has a field trip there because he makes you think this is the holiest thing in the world. Shuv b'tshuva v'kabel alecha l'sakin atzmecha me'ata. such a simple remedy here, right? Come back in tshuva and accept upon yourself that from now on, I'll never check a voice note during davening again. U'betach ba'ashem she'ikabel l'shuvasna and have trust. But Hashem sees this moment of sincerity and he'll accept your tshuva. I love when he had, that's what I was saying before, he quotes the author Rebbe here. Like it's brought down in Igris Tshuva Yud Aleph, my Rav HaKadosh, he never says his name, it was this Rav HaKadosh, the Rav the Holy Rebbe. Right? Rav Shnei Zalman of Liadi, it's a Chetzal HaKadosh Libracha. Shalachen, anu mevarchim b'chol tefillah shmona esrei, baruch ato Hashem, chanan amar belisloach. We say this every shmona esrei, Blessed are you, our God. Boy, are you a forgiver. And boy, do you continue to forgive, right? This is an amazing thing. What did he say over here? <laughs> Does anyone understand this? So what's Safek Brachos Lehakel? Which means that if you are going to say the Bracha, then what does that say about yourself? Uh, that you believe it's a, it's a gevald chiddush. It means, it means like, be with your bracha. If you're going to say this bracha, what you're really saying is, you believe that this moment that you said, I'm, I'm sorry and I'm done with this, if you don't believe, now he wouldn't say, and if you don't believe it, then don't daven. But he's just saying, you're going to say this anyway, nachon. You're going to say it anyway. Understand what you're saying. You're basically believing that your tshuva is being miskabel right now in this moment. It's an amazing thing. His bracha may be levatala. If you're not, it's, a, it's an amazing, if you're not, if you don't really believe that this moment of, of looking inside and saying, I, I don't want that to be me, please, I don't want this to ever to do it again. But while you're saying that, you either think one of two things. One, no, I'm definitely going to do this again later. This is just a from attack I'm having right now. And by Mariv, I'll be done with this. That may be a Suffolk Brochel of Atala. Or, while you're saying it, you're like, ah, but the Ebishter, he knows who I really am. And why would he accept this tshuva? That also may fall into the category of Suffolk Brochel of Atala. It's unbelievable. You Ah, that's already a drush. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not there to warn you about having a suffix. He's, he's saying that they would never be misogynist his bracha if tshuva wasn't real. Right. That, right. You know, that, right. I mean, the Berdichev has a tire on this also. On Rosh Hashanah, we say, Baruch Hashem, Ma'avir Hashnei Seinu, 
בכל שנה ושנה, מלך על כל, right? We say those words, מלך על כל, מקדש ישראל ויום הזיכרון, right? And what do we do right away? Like we say, Amen, so why? <laughs> Because we're basically saying, I believe in what I'm saying. I actually believe in what I'm saying, that you actually are saying, yeah, מעביר אשמוסינו בכל שנה ושנה. גמרנו עם זה. Sorry, it's Yom Kippur. מלך הכוס, מקדש ישראל ויום הכיפורים. משום שאין ספק וספק ספיקה בעולם הזה. ובוודאי יסלח לו השם. You have to look there in the English of Tshuva. There's no ספק about these עניינים whatsoever. אף בכוח קדושת ישראל שבך תפתח. And you know what? It's hard for you to have this אמונה in השם. For a second, have אמונה in the fact that you come from קדושת ישראל. Tune into it. שהגם שכבר קיבלת לך כמה פעמים להסתכן ונכשלת, it's true. You've been around this dance, you've done this dance of a number of times, and you've said a number of times, I'm a Kabel, I won't do this again, and you fell again. Mikol, Makom, nonetheless, Kasher Aktis Amitz Me'ata, if you just start, if you just try from this moment on, and you don't let yesterday be your slave driver. Remember what I said in, before Ne'ila this year, Rav Dov Zinger had a great voice. How do you call someone that's just stuck in their past? What do you call in Hebrew someone that's stuck in their past? Avaryan. Now, Avaryan means criminal. But Avaryan, someone that's stuck in his past. Avar, right? I love that voice. It's so true. It's, it's criminal. It's, it's mamish criminal to go into this place. Pitom ha'or Yisrael kdusha so'atmonu b'cha yavriku. This, this light of being a Yid and the Kedusha that that contains, that's placed within you, may begin to havrik, to start to, out of nowhere, just start shining. Even for the moment. Even for the moment. If you're able to say, right now I believe in tshuva and I believe that you forgive me, I'm done with this. And if you haven't heard anything that You never heard stories like this? Of people that were so far, so far, but they had one moment of going through with believing that it's possible to be mis- that your tshuva should be accepted. And at that one moment, we have all these stories. They reached these elated levels that are so superior and even higher than tzaddikim gemurim. So he ends up saying like this. What's the, what, is the, what does it look like? Lid og ulehit mer. Be worried, be concerned. Lidchazek velismoach ba'ashem. Ze klal gadol ba'avodas ha'chasidus. Ba'ashem irachem ve'yazreinu she'bedabreinu ba'ze niske anu li'izkarev. Ve'ozcha le'karev le'chasidus le'havin ve'lalechez be'ikvas re'baseinu avaseinu u'kdosheinu nishmasam b'ngin z'iramin. What is he doing? He's saying, remember this whole sefer. It's all of his farim are reintroducing the Baal Shem Tov to a generation that he felt had already forgotten what the Besht HaKadosh and his Talmudim were all about. This is a classic piece of him just reintroducing to people that call themselves Chassidim to remind them, we may have forgotten what the whole thing was really about. He says, this is really what it's about and Hashem should help us. Uh, walk in these footsteps, Bezrat Hashem. Shaniske. Shaniske. I like your Jewish way. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's what he meant there, but I can't. He brought it. He brought it. He, brought it. he set us up. Yeah. 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 yeah.